Ronnie, we're about to both become men in our 30s. You already are. Um, so <laughs> it is... a very interesting way to put it. We're about to both become men in our 30s. Has a heavy implication that we're not, like both of us are not, but... I guess I'm not yet. I, I got six more weeks. Thank you very much. Yeah, but but what you're saying is what what the the way that that phrase yes, it implies that neither of us like are. Yes, yes, neither of us are, and we are both about to become. But I've been in my thirties for quite. Dennis, come in, jump in. The water's jump in, fine. The water's fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we've talked about this before, but now we're getting to the point in your life where you have to choose a subclass as a man, and our subclass is very clearly podcast. I think. But you, yeah, you've taken yeah, a point yeah. or two in gardening recently. No, that was that was real. That was like a side quest. That that no. is not, like I was. I, I go out and water Megan. I go out and water the, Megan's plants when she needs to. But like, no, I've taken like I've I've taken a few points in like um, cardiovascular fitness mm-hmm. for sure. CrossFit's um, the real one you want to get into. That's the like. No, like it's just it's it's too much. Like it takes so much grinding to like get anywhere with that. Like. Cardiovascular fitness is a really flexible skill set because like you can use it in a range of different situations and it's very easy to like work into a build you know what i mean mm-hmm. whereas crossfit is much more specialized that's true um but one yeah. of the one of the one of the classes available mm. to 30 year old white men mm. is stand-up comedian rally and i don't know how you've avoided that whirlpool over the course of your career it feels so up your alley i couldn't believe I it i don't i don't know as in like become a stand-up comedian like dabble yeah i don't know it's ne- it's never ever been something i thought the only time of the only thing, thing i've ever thought about doing in terms of like comedy shows is doing live shows of half house history which i would yes. like to do but like yeah having a tight five putting together like a 30 minute routine i don't know i just don't I'd, i don't know i wouldn't be able to do that i don't think you you've seen so, what i'm like with scripts i do not go well with scripts yeah that's true actually but it's not a script you don't it's because you don't have to be your problem with scripts is being word perfect and you that's don't true. have to be actually, word perfect yeah, for stand-up I, you wrote it I'm pretty good with dot points, actually. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not as much closer yeah. to that. Um, but I went to stand no, up. Maybe recently. I'll respect, dude. Maybe I'll respect. You know, I know there's like you, there's like the, the I don't know how much gold it costs these days, but I know you can like respect your class, put all your points in like mm. new stuff. So <laughs> could could drop some of those dead the dead weight skill points that I put into stuff that absolutely doesn't matter years ago. You know what I mean? Uh, that's an option. But I went. Yeah. The reason I bring this up is I went to a stand up gig recently because. A friend of mine, well, an acquaintance of mine from when I was in school, his name is Killian mm-hmm. Sunderman, would recommend, mm-hmm. um, is mm-hmm. a comedian, is on a TV show here in Ireland, has a couple of viral TikToks and stuff, um, has a good bit that I think I showed you about German people speaking English. His family's German. Did I send you this? Now, see, that's, ring- that's ringing a bell. I think, we should, I think we should let people in on the conversation we had in the exclusive Patreon-only um portion of the show that we record before this and put up every week. Uh, if you're interested in subscribing on patreon patreon.com slash half house history make sure you head over there no have listened to this have listened to this better show and then you can figure out what else you want to do with your money okay. after that. anyway um yeah so we were talking about this you and i like there aren't many stories that you and i haven't told each other mm-hmm. but you you worried you told the story already on the show mm-hmm. and then you gave me like the gist and i was like i don't think i've ever heard that story and if i haven't heard it you definitely haven't heard it on the show of course i i pay at least a little bit of attention to what you're talking about usually um but there is a chance that in the 60-something episodes we've already recorded... Now, somewhere? this was relatively recently that this happened. Like, it's oh, in 2023 for sure. Oh, okay. Well, that... Yeah, I mean, that takes it off. That takes us back to, what, episode, like, 40-something. Yeah, so I think we're okay. I think we're okay. I don't remember this story. So, so all right, let's get into it. So, so you got a, a friend from high school. Yeah. Uh, I was in a play Re- with him. Reasonably... Stuff. 
reasonably famous comedian now. And yeah, I would say, I would, I would say, I would say, yeah, I would say, I would say, quietly famous, uh, quietly popular famous. enough. Um, he yeah. has a couple of TikToks that like on quite viral. One of which is about, and I think I think I sent it to you. I think this one's familiar about like um, uh, German people trying to speak English. And like I definitely over- remember that one. This is the one. This is the one where they go, "Oh, I'm so sorry, my my mm-hmm. English is not very good." And then they go and correct you when yeah, you yeah. He's like, "I, own, I have, I only have a, a rudimentary grasp of the most basic elements of the like and uh, of the linguistic intricacies of the language." Like that's the vibe, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, Killian's in this part of the stand-up gig. Um, Nikki, let's go. It'll be fun. She's like, sure. I look at who else are and it's a bunch of comedians I haven't really heard of. I'm not like versed in the comedy scene in Dublin. But one name jumps out at me. And I'm like, who? why do I know this person's name? Who is this? And I realize it is because they are the ex-girlfriend of a close friend of mine. Um, from about, oh. from about, from many years ago now. Like well before I met Nikki and stuff. So I'd say probably like... Probably at least eight years ago, a long time ago. Yeah, so an an old ex, like we've we've moved on. But I've met, I have met them a couple of times and like been mm. to a dinner what they were at and played King's Cup or you know what I mean, like a couple. Okay. I, I I highly doubt they'd recognize me, but if I saw them in a bar, I'd be like, "Is that is that her?" I think it might, you know what I mean. That level. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we go to the gig. I'm like, "Oh, it'll be funny." You know, we'll see this guy's ex. I'll send him a photo. It'll be it'll be funny, right? Because enough time has passed, presumably, and it wasn't it, it, it wasn't so, like, it's not raw to the point that no, you no, like, no. traumatized this poor guy. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, okay, good, good, good. Right, yep. Well, we get to the gig, and Nikki and I are sitting. It's in the Sugar Club, which is a, a, a weird venue here. Uh, that kind of just does stuff. Like, I've been to blues shows there. This comedy gig was there. They do screenings of movies. It's just a place what's, it's very artsy, like hip, you know what I mean? Can I tell you something interesting about the Sugar Club? Hmm. It is Fifth on the list of Google suggested. Oh no! Now I look at this list. No, no, that doesn't make sense. So when I type in Sugar Club into Google, the first one I get is Auckland, New Zealand, mm-hmm. then Phuket in Thailand, okay. then Bangkok. So you're also in you're Thailand, expanding right? kind of geographically in a radius from. Well, you. that's what I thought. I'm like, okay, I wonder if it's that. But then the fourth one is Adelaide, South Australia. Okay, odd. That one. That one's a right. little, little closer. <laughs> and then Dublin. That's at the quite that high, list. honestly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I'm looking at the Sugar Club here, so it's got like nice, it's... it's um, Tiered seating, yeah. yeah it's, it's got tables and little stools and yeah, it's it's very much a... It's, it looks very civilized. You'd sit down. It's like you wouldn't be... You're not dancing around at this venue. No, not usually. It's pretty youthful. You, though. You're sipping drinks while a jazz band plays. Yeah, it's that kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Killing Gets Up does a set. It's great, very funny. Good for him. But then this this female comedian. <laughs> Is that very sincere. <laughs> I do, but I, 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 it was. I just that's not the crux. Of the yeah, good story. theme. All right, but killing. Uh, this female yeah. comedian. I don't know. why I'm hiding her name. It's Fiona, her name's Fiona Frawley. She's very funny. Yeah, she's listening, being like, "Why the why Dan, why won't Dennis just give? Come on, give me the where's shout the shout out? Well, because yeah. I don't want to out that I. I but anyway, you know what? I'm going to go Riley Knight. Fiona Frawley, yep. this comedian, used yep. to date Sean Drennan, a friend of mine, who you would have met at my I'm wedding. Picture of, I'm Darren's older brother here classic classic um uh comedian like headshots mm-hmm. eating a donut in mm-hmm. a humorous way holding mm-hmm. a microphone with a bit of a silly grin on her face yep mm-hmm. okay so who did she date darren's brother yes darren's older brother sean right 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 okay sure who i think you would have met at the after party at a wedding he was wearing i think he was wearing his christmas suit he was wearing the christmas suit yeah I that's sean that. yeah 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 um, so I tell Sean, I'm like, oh, I, t- I text him, I'm like, Sean, we're going to this gig and F- your ex Fiona's playing. And he's like, oh, yeah. he was like, never that funny when you stood her. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I was like, whoa, God. Okay, fair <laughs> oh, geez, all right. So clearly there's no, there's no bad blood there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so we get in. Fiona's talking. She's doing her bit. And she goes, mm-hmm. she starts talking about um, bedroom speak, Riley. Dirty talk. Okay. And, yeah, and this yeah. was my concern. I was like, oh, no. Because I know Sean. Sean's a weird guy. Yeah. And I'm like, there's a rich vein of material there if you were a stand-up comedian who was dating Sean. Right. So this is, yeah, because you, you're on the other side of the fence. You know what Sean's like. And you're like, okay, well, I'm going to hear stuff that probably Sean would never talk about. Exactly. Us. Like we never, yeah, all right. Oh, and she okay. talks about, she's like, oh, my God, I was dating this guy a couple of years ago. And I was, and I turned, and I said to Nikki, I was like, could you imagine if she did a bit about Sean? That'd be crazy. I'm like, and that's me overestimating. Like, you know, I don't think they even dated that long, right? I'm like, I don't think mm-hmm. Sean's a major part of it. But lo and behold. She starts talking about this, and she goes. This guy leaned into me while we were while we were in bed, and goes, "I'm gonna destroy you." And she was like, "Ugh!" and like went off about this whole thing. And I was like, I looked at Nikki, and Nikki looked at me knowingly, and she was like, "Dennis, if I were if we were if I were a betting woman, I'd think that was." And I was like, "I know it might have yeah. been." Yeah, yeah. So she says this, and I. I and something I've I don't think I've ever done in my entire life before because we were seated. You've seen what the seating in this place is like. We were seated like almost exactly halfway up, dead center. So I we were like in direct eye line with whoever's on stage, right? Mm-hmm. Riley, I audibly gasped. Oh jeez! I, I went. Hmm? I went like that, right? It was a very kind of like a goofy. Yeah, you made a noise that is going to draw your attention to any uh, anyone, draw the attention yeah. of any. Well, and especially the the sort of stand up because some stand up comedians they don't want any audience participation. They're just going to get up there. They're going to they're going to get their gear out and they're going to walk away. But others are like, well, I, you know, I got five minutes to fill. Some oh, she, idiot she, at some point she will drew do or say from, something. She drew from the hip. Now, luckily, she didn't pick me out for a dialogue, but I guffawed, yeah. and she went, yeah. "Oh no, that's so sad." She goes, "One of the boys from Pinocchio has just turned into a donkey in the audience. How <laughs> tragic!" And I was like, "Wow, all right, brutal. Don't appreciate yeah, that, that one. Ready to go? Yeah, that yeah. one ready to go? Didn't she? Jeez, all right." Um, but I'm wondering if you would be ever, so I was going to say, I'm wondering, would you ever be concerned about an ex of yours sharing a story that paints you in a negative light in a public forum? But then I realized that you and I do that with this frequently. Yeah. Yeah. No, look, there's nothing like I've told pretty much all of between like my streams and between the podcast. Well, there's some, there's some stories and I won't bring them up here. There's some stories that are lost into the sands of time. Oh, the stream. The fish food story. I didn't want to say the fish food story. I mean, if you've, if you've heard the fish food story, that's the Calvin and Hobbes noodle incident of my life. You never hear that again. But, um, yeah, no, for the most part, like I've, uh, the, the, the best way to fight off all having all the skeletons in your closet is just parade them around in front mm. of everyone, you know, and that's, that's actually, that's funnily enough, that's something I want to do in my part of the, sh- of the show later on is, is talk about, because anyway, we'll come to that. Um, no, I'm trying to think like, there was one, there was one woman who uh, I had a one night stand with and she obviously didn't have a very good time. And I, I figured this out for two reasons. One, she did the full-on, like, pink panther creeping out of my bedroom in the morning, holding her <laughs> high heels in her hands so she didn't make noise. And that woke me up. And I was like, oh, you off? She's like, yeah, sorry, I've got to go. I'm like, oh, okay, no worries. Well, well, I guess I'll see you later. But then she sent me a text message to follow up the next day or later on that day or something. She's like, are you always that bad? Or just did you, were you having an off night? I was like, I didn't. I didn't. All right. Okay, okay mate. Now, listen. If so if you'd, I mean, said, if you'd said I'd have, I was having an off night, would she have been like, well, maybe I'll give another shot? Was that the impetus of the text? I don't know, man. She, doesn't feel she right, clearly, likely, does it? No, she very clearly wasn't impressed with my performance. And look, you know, I'm not, te- I'm not telling her that I'm not going to stand here and try to say that, you know, she didn't have legitimate concerns. But 
certainly having them thrown in my face like that was a very um anyway look something at, look. well before you get too far away from this i want to because it, it's related to a story i think i might have told but i'll, I'll tell it again quickly if it's the case that sh- that sean Trennan told me that he did one time <laughs> which is he had a one last time with the girl and he tried to pink panther sneak out in the morning right yeah yeah sneaks out gets out the front door and realizes he's left his keys upstairs oh disaster absolute and, disaster Scenario. and he can't he can't oh knock goodness. you know no because yeah. she'll know he's trying to leave. He can't leave because he's the keys to go home. What are you supposed to do? Yeah. So he breaks in. No. No. He goes around the corner to Starbucks, buys two lattes, comes back. Oh, my goodness. Bzz, bzz. I oh went out for coffee. I forgot to take goodness. a key. I thought I'd surprise you. I was like, S-tier move. Oh, my this God. guy. How did he fit back in through the doorframe with a brain that size, dude? Unbelievable, right? In What a move. <laughs> insane insane because uh, I'm, I'm thinking oh okay so she's come down and found him you know stuck like winnie the pooh halfway through the laundry mm-hmm. door halfway through the laundry window trying to crawl into that is uh, that's so smart just control the narrative man it was unbelievable i couldn't believe that. <laughs> and then she comes back and she's like oh you weren't sneaking away like, no of course i left my keys here mate like i was just going to get coffee mm. like of course i would no no way of course not Smooth operator, wow. So did, were there any other bitter revelations that came from um, from Fiona's set there? Or? Not necessarily. A lot of it was focused on, like, it, I mean, it was a, a relatively sort of sexually focused set, but that was the one that jumped out at me as being like, I could see in that memory, I, I could put, and look, I'm sure Fiona's had plenty of relations before and since you. that could Like em- emotionally? You know? I don't know. I'm going to get, Yeah. I don't know, but like Should it we get was, into that, or I don't I mean, know, I don't know that, what to about this. I can call Sean and see what he says if you want. <laughs> now, when you told Fiona you were going to destroy her, in what mean? In what, Again, in what, in what way was that? Very mean? firmly in the allegedly camp. I have. I was about to say I have no reason to believe. I have plenty of reason to believe. I have no evidence that she was talking yeah. specifically about Sean. Yeah, look, innocent until proven guilty. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you this: it doesn't. The jury is sitting here with big. It's not looking good. It's not. I not looking good. I wouldn't want to be the uh, the, the, the the defense witness. I'd start looking over that plea bargain. Yeah, for sure. For yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, I thought right. about, I don't know, it feels, I have tremendous respect for stand-up comedians. I think it's a very, very, very difficult thing to do. Like, almost objectively, mm. to be honest. And I thought about being like, ooh, maybe I could do that, right? Maybe I could dip my toe in it on like an open mic night. But it feels, it makes me feel like a douchebag to even think about it. I think that comes into it for me as well. Like, there are so many stand-up comedians. I mean, there are so many podcasts. That doesn't stop me. But yeah, well, at least, at least I do this in the privacy of my own home, right? Yeah, I know it's, it's published, but... Home and it's, it's, but, like, you know, this is like me hanging out with you, and it's not. there's not a lot riding on it, you know? It's nice that people listen, and we get very, I get very nice feedback from people saying, like, oh, you know, it's just a... Because I get this as well. Like, one of the primary purposes of this podcast is just sometimes you just need to take your mind off things you know what i mean and, yep. and listen to putting a silly podcast on and i've had people like that in my life i've had the hamish and andy i've had the mcelroy brothers and sometimes so like it's nice providing that but at the end of the day like it, it, it's a very different story when you're standing in front of you know hundreds maybe thousands of people and if they don't laugh at your jokes like because if dennis people don't laugh at our jokes and people don't listen to them, we don't know we don't i know. assume no. i assume cacophonous laughter rings around the world every time our podcast is played and i have no way i have no way to verify that and i'm a, i prefer that life do you know what all, all I'm hoping for with this podcast is that occasionally, sometimes the listeners get weird looks because they're sitting on the train or they're walking down the street or they're out in the public with that like stupid, irrepressible grin on their face because they're listening to two idiots talk about something that's amusing. Or someone's listening to it at work me. and they breathe out their nose a little too late. Like, you give them the, you know, one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that, that's all I'm really, that's what that's what I'm aiming for. But I mean, if you're a stand-up comedian, you're wanting to bring the house down, of course, right? 
So I've, I mean, I've thought about it, and I, and I've done the classic armchair quarterback thing, right? Where I've looked at a couple of comedians that I've into and been like, mm, I bet I could do this. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, that is a, I know that's a much easier thing to sit in the audience and say than it is to stand on the stage and say. But at the same time, no, I bet I could do it. <laughs> I'm not confident I could. I'm not. I'm really. Really, not it's how different is it to no. hosting? Well, you have to be very consistently funny for a long time. Well, it's and not a lot. I mean, it, 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 okay, I'm sure it feels like a very long time, but in an objective sense, it's a very short time. Usually, it's five. Do, yeah, but if you're doing a proper set, like if you're if you're doing a, you know, come and see, I don't know, Michael McIntyre at the at the such and such arena. Right? Well, I think like, you're skipping some steps, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I don't think like I don't think I could get that. Maybe I maybe I could put together five minutes worth of material, but even that, I don't think so. Like the difference between like when I'm hosting or when I'm commentating or when I'm doing anything that involves that. It's the jokes are salt and pepper, man. They're a yeah, seasoning. You, I guess most of the time, uh, the work that you do live speaking in front of people, be it online or in person, yeah, um, is it is it is it's lubricant and buying time, right? Yes, you're yes. trying to keep the audience ticking over until the next thing yeah. they're, that they're here to watch, which is usually a game. And what I could do, I think, is I could be the person who comes out and the welcomes host, the next. Yes. The, I could, yeah, that that is fine. But like in my other podcast, Half House History, HalfHouseHistory.net, great podcast, go and have a listen to it. Um, in that, like, I'm binding together a historical narrative, talking about things that happened and whatever, with a few dumb gags thrown in. Right? It's not 40 minutes of yeah, the LPM is high joke enough after yeah. joke. Yeah, that's that's it. And when I'm hosting, when I'm commentating, it's exactly the same, right? Odd gag here and there, but people aren't sitting there expecting to be entertained from go to woe. I don't think I could get that density up. I don't think I could get my 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 JPM up to a you know jet that's jests per minute. I don't think I could get that up to a, a standard where I would succeed as a. I as think a you could medium. polish it. I think you could. But do you know what it would involve, Dennis? My least well, favorite thing in the world: work, hard hard work. Mm, yes, that is true. But Riley, you get the sweetest bounty at the end. Attention. What, the crushing disappointment of not having entertained people sufficiently? <laughs> I was going for attention, but I suppose it's also on the table. Yeah, but I get attention doing this, and it's much easier. It's a little more passive, yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't think yeah. I'm going to be jumping to, I was going to say walk the boards, that's that's theater. I guess it's not that different um, to, I don't know, toss the mic um, anytime in the near future. But I'd be lying if I said I hadn't crossed my mind. Yeah, I don't know. I've never thought about doing it seriously, apart from maybe just a live version, as I say, live live version of Half House History, which I think I could pull off. I think that would be. Well, okay. you definitely I could. Yeah. I could work that because I used to be a tour guide, and it, that was where the history podcast came from. Because one of the guides, one of the ma- managers that was in charge of one of the tour groups that I took around, was like, "You should record this, man. You're like your, your tours are so good." And I was like, "Oh, that's never even. Thank you. I've never really thought about that." And then I recorded, it and one thing led to another. But like one of the tours that I did was very short. It was like half an hour and so after doing it for two and a half years i knew what what gags Mm. worked and what gags didn't so i had a very very tight routine there and i was like this is the sort of thing that i could that's what stand-up is yeah but that's that's what i'm saying but that took me two and a half years (laughs) i mean that's the same for that's the same for this you have to wrap it and if you test off it it falls in its face and cut it you tweak it you know yeah yeah i do wonder if you could publish um as a podcast like riley's berlin guide yeah, because you, you can are, get audio, you can get audio tours. Yeah, there are there are um, companies that do this. You just download an MP3, and it's like walk down here and there, and then press play on the next episode, and then it goes there. And like, oh, mm. now you're standing in this square where this thing happened. Da-da-da. Next, oh, we're going to walk down. Like you can get, yeah, you can mm. get them. I could do that, but again, Dennis, hard work, same same issue, same hard issue. work, man, 
Hard work. So. You know what isn't hard work, Riley? What's not hard work? Getting some ads put into your by Spotify into your podcast. That's not very hard work, is it? No, because it doesn't work some of the time. <laughs> um, they did play last week, which was good, but it's been a bit. It's been a bit on and off. I wonder um, is is are there the ads where everyone gets different ones based on the region they're in and stuff? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. You, in my experience, those are usually ads for other podcasts, which I don't love. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> no, 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 no. So I've had I've asked people for half a century at least. I've asked people to send in like what, what they get yeah. for ads, uh, all sorts of stuff. Uh, Fiverr, credit mm. cards. Um, what are some other ones we've got? Uh, oh, there was like an American clothing company I'd never heard of. Okay, um, so this is normal, broad spectrum normal, advertising. Like, uh, I've opted out of all the like the controversial ones. Like I've opted out of all, all the ones that obviously you and I like wouldn't support, like tobacco ads, firearms, mm. pharmaceuticals, firearms. Like that. Yeah, I, you don't want those Lockheed Martin ad spots. Oh, I didn't say. I mean, if they want to, if they want to advertise the latest, if they're, if they're advertising F sixteen Raptors, that's fine. But, sure. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I, I just don't want them to come down to, a, a, to ammunition. You know what I mean? want to buy a Harrier jump jet use yeah. coupon code HALT yeah, yeah. And, and, and look if you're getting 10% off that's considerable that's a medium end vehicle. yeah when, when they cost like 15 billion dollars each for a Tomahawk missile yeah buy yeah, now exactly right. yeah. first 10 get a smart button <laughs> oh dear no look we're not in the business of arm shipments not yet anyway but we can work our way towards that Dennis last week you came to us with a bunch of um, directions AI, we could go AI, AI generated suggestions AI generated on topics suggestions. Yeah. and um, for those who listen to the show you'll know that of the 10 things that um, that Dennis suggested we had covered essentially all of them yes. sports was certainly an area that we're lacking in um, but another area where we were a bit soft is, is stories about dating and relationships yes. and that sort of thing and I thought, you know what? I can I can lift. This is an area that I can I can provide. All right, okay. In. So I might have told you this story before, but it's a it's a cracker. It's a it's 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 very funny. And it doesn't paint me in a very good light, but my again, favorite kind of story. My favorite but, kind of story. <laughs> Dennis, you get out. You get out ahead of the ahead of the scandal, control the narrative. well, I'm not controlling the narrative here. I'm just putting the narrative on display and everyone is gonna be like, Yeah, wow, you were well, yeah, well, hmm. What a uh, you were a bit of a goose. Yeah, so I'll tell you the story. Many years ago, I went on exchange, right? When I was at university, mm-hmm. I went on exchange to the University of Illinois. Now, the University of Illinois is in a little town called uh, Urbana-Champaign or Champaign-Urbana, depending on who you ask. But it's two towns that are sort of like smushed together and the university campus is right in the middle of it. Half the university is in Champaign, half is in Urbana, right? The the way Champaign is spelled upsets me. Yeah, it's champagne uh C H A M P A I G N. Awful. Not Champagne. No. But still not just Champagne without the G. The G had to be in there. Don't know what's going on. Anyway. Right, a quick quick guess. Go. What is the motto of the University of Illinois? Um is it don't come here because you'll be very bored. Close. It's learning and labor, so definitely in the right camp. <laughs> oh, oh dear. Yeah, well, I don't know how much learning there was, but it certainly was a labor to stay there. So because I made a really mistake. Boring? I was very I was very foolish. Well, I didn't I don't know how, like, I was, I was 20 years old, or maybe even 19 when I made this decision. So you can, you can decide how foolish it was. Jesus, you're only but 19. I, I looked at it on a map, right? And I was like, oh, it's very close to Chicago. You know, oh, Chicago no. Chicago is like a, a thriving, <laughs> happening, metropolitan, cosmopolitan, cool place in, 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 uh, in America. Surely it won't be that bad. Turns out that you drive 
an inch out of Chicago and it just turns into white bread rural, rural America, right? Really? Okay. Oh, Champagne-Urbana was, was, it was the, like, I'm, I'm pretty white that, you know, I'm pretty, I'm a pretty white guy, says mm-hmm. the man recording a podcast about nothing with his other white man friend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But this was the whitest place I have ever been. You know, wow. Yeah. This was, it was like no culture. This, like the, 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 you, you go into a burger joint and it's like, oh, do you want, uh, we've got a bunch of hot sauces over there if you want to help yourself. And it's like garlic mayonnaise. You know, that's what Oh, boy. <laughs> it was whole boy, right? So what I did, I, I essentially after realizing, oh, I've really stuffed up here after a couple of weeks, I went and changed my schedule so I crammed all of my classes into Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And then on Thursday, I would get the Greyhound every weekend up to Chicago and stay in Lincoln Park. I couch surfed on this guy. I slept on this guy's couch for like three months, right, every weekend. Um, and they went to DePaul, which is the cool happening university that's actually in Chicago, not the one for like rich white people from 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 rural Missouri, right? Mm. Awful experience. Anyway, I was so starved of – because this is when I was like fully – like pitchforked kaffir. How much? De- how much? How much death cab was there happening? Oh, a lot. Like Vampire Weekend, girls. Oh yeah. Like okay. this is the, like I was I was fully put pitchfork pilled. Right. I mean, you had to really lean into the music because you don't drink beer or coffee, so you can't drink like microbrewery stuff, and you can't be a dick about like you know the the French press you have. No, so I was. You, you had to I go all music. music. I, I was music guy. I couldn't be beer guy. I couldn't be coffee guy. I was music guy. Right. So do you have a fixie bag within like? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> of course, yeah. And that was one of the things I actually did for fun there. There was a bicycle collective, a bicycle co-op, and I used to go and just fix bikes in an, in the evening, right? I used to go and just fix them in this like free bike co-op that you could go. They had all the tools. You could bring your bike in and fix it. And so I did that when I needed to fix something with the bike that I had. And then I went there and I was like, this is actually fun. I'm going to go and do this like every week. So I did. Anyway, um, within like the first couple of weeks, I found the only people on campus, right, that were even remotely cool. Um, and I did this because I went to this like orientation thing, met a bunch of people, went to this like party, like a frat party, like a, what do they call it? A pledge thing. And I was like, oh, this is kind of Oh, funny. wow. Okay. Like, that's good. Well, the, like, but because I was there at the beginning of the year, like they were doing these things. I was like, oh, this is, I'm glad I've done this. I never want to come back here again. Um, and then met some other people. And I was like, they look cool. Went to another party with them. And I found a girl there who had a very cool haircut. This is 20, 2009, right? Mm-hmm. So bear that in mind, what, what that looked like, very short bangs. And I was like, all right, she's cool. To talk, talk to her. She was like, oh, come back and, you know, meet my friends, my housemates. Went back. I was like, okay, found, found the hub of cool people, right? Anyway, very relieved to have done this because no one else on campus was anywhere near in the, the upper echelons of high, high late noughties, early tens hipster culture of, mm. you know, that, that I was so fully invested in at the time. I was about to say, because you said these are the only cool people on campus. That's by 19-year-old Riley standards, right? I'm sure there's plenty of nice people at that college. I don't think I've ever been cooler, honestly, than when I was like 19 and 20. I don't okay. think I've ever been cooler. Like, you know, I, I still dress like it's that that time of like of my life. I, I'm you never, do a I'm never bit, gonna, yeah. No, not a little bit, Dennis. <laughs> I do a very lot bit. Kids these days with their baggy jeans and their oversized T-shirts and their hair parted down the middle like they're in an early 90s boy band? Absolutely My, sh- my shins still- didn't get any blood until I was already in my mid-20s, yeah. I like, yeah. Anyway, so so um, I, I, I start like to hang out with this group of people. And so I go to a party with them like a couple of weeks later. 
And yeah, these are the people again who are on that same level, listen to pitchfork music, hanging out, doing, doing the stuff that I thought was cool. So I go there and I meet this girl and the band Phoenix are playing in Chicago in a couple of weeks. And I was excited about it. And I got talking to her and she's like, oh, I'm actually going to go to the show. I'm like, oh man, I really wanted to as well, but I didn't have a way to get back up there or whatever. This is before I was hanging out with the DePaul people. And she's like, oh, that's fine. I'll take you. I was like, oh, okay. that's really generous. She's like, oh, I've got a spot in my car. I'm like, oh, that's very nice. And then we had a night. We were there. We're chatting. We're just getting on, having a laugh, that sort of stuff. Anyway, got a number at the end. And I was like, yeah, great. Well, you know, we exchange numbers. We'll, we'll catch up and, and we'll come and do it. Anyway, For the record, Listomania is a banger. I'm not going to pretend it's not, even though I don't agree with this any was when This was when this Wolfgang just, Amadeus Phoenix came out. So it was, that it, album, it was just, yeah, hits from, from go to what? 1901? Oh, my goodness. Went off. Anyway, so um, turns up. On the day of the concert, three-hour drive up to Chicago. She turns up like mid-afternoon. She's like, no worries. We're going to go and get pre's at a mate of mine. Then we're all going to head over to the concert. It's going to be fantastic, right? Great. Mm-hmm. Get in the car. Three other people. There's a couple and this other girl, right? Um, we drive up. We're chatting. You know, I'm the odd one out, the Australian. So sort of doing the Australian bit and talking to people, whatever else. We get there. And at this party, at this like pre-gaming thing where people are getting on the sores, uh, I start chatting with the other girl who was in this car and she's quite good looking and we're getting diversified your, your girl portfolio. You came with one girl. Sorry, well, chatting up no, no, I'll, I'll stop you there. Dude. Let's not jump ahead of the story here, Dennis, because we're going to slow our roll a little bit here, right? <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> so we, now I think I've told this story on the show before. I don't think uh, this doesn't ring a bell to me at all. Doesn't ring a bell to you? I no. feel like, cause your response there jumping. No, it's it 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 fine. Anyway. So we go, we, the, everyone's getting married. We get, Back in the cars, drive. I mean, I don't think the girl who drove us there had anything to drink. I hope not. Anyway, I can't remember. But we get we get to the concert. We go in, and now by, by this stage, like me and this other girl who had come, we're like fully, like we're flirting. I'm into it. Mm. It's great. We, we, I'm I'm like this is fantastic. Right? Just I'm, to clarify, I'm, you're, you came with girl A. You are now on girl B. I'm now on girl. Well, no, I was. On, I'm, I'm on girl B. Right? There was nothing. Okay. There, no, there was nothing with girl. Like girl A was not. Was, I was just with girl B. Right? Anyway. Girl A just invited you to a concert. Exactly, and offered me to off to drive me up there. Yeah, and it was yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we get to the concert, <laughs> having a great time. You know, he's up there on the, the upstairs there on the stage, singing and dancing, having a great time. And I can't remember what song it was, but at one point, lean in for the kiss. I'm passion girl, girl B at the concert. It was fantastic. Like what a night, so so good. I'm over the moon. The other girls having a great time. Like the girl B, we're just loving it, right? The other couple somewhere. Girl A had gone. I don't know where she went. She'd gone somewhere. Fifth wheel, fifth wheel, girl A. No idea what had happened with her. Anyway, okay. Constance, we leave. We go back out to the car. Going to drive back. Girl A, I know what's going on with her, mate. Some, I don't know what happened. I, she obviously didn't enjoy the concert. Right? <laughs> oh, no, Riley. Because she's super grumpy, right? She's not talking to anyone. Like, I was like, oh, hey, you know, what do you think? She's like, yeah, whatever. I'm like, oh, this is good. I'm like, oh, okay. It's kind of rude, but whatever. I mean, you know, she, I was thinking, oh, yeah, she didn't drink and everyone else is drunk. And like, because I mean, I hadn't drunk anything because I don't drink, but like, she was probably cranky. She's like, oh, now I have to drive home. And I was I offered. I was like, oh, I can drive you. And she's like, no, no, it's fine, whatever. So I'm sitting in the front next to her and it was just a bit awkward. I guess she, I don't, I, look, I don't know what happened, but I guess she just didn't enjoy herself, right? A bit awkward with the other couple. They, they don't seem too impressed with me either. I guess they're a bit annoyed that like I made it with their friend or something. Uh. The, the, the girl B seems fine. Like we're, we're chatting, having a good time. Anyway. Oh no, I think I know where this is going. No. Okay, go ahead. At one point we pull over into petrol station to get some fuel, right? And what's her name? Girl A gets out to start filling out the car. Who cares? Don't remember her name. Who? Who? who is she, is she even a person? Who cares? Uh, and I turn around. I'm like, is she all right? Like, what's going on? And they're so like they're just the, the couple are just like, yeah, I, I don't know, man. You tell me. Like, I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of weird. 
Anyway, so then I'm like, oh, I think I'm going to go get a snack from the thing. So I turn around, I put my hand on the knee of the of girl, of girl bear, the girl I'd, I'd passed, right? Put my hand on the knee and sort of give it a, like a little, I don't know, like not a pat, but an like a little sort of squeeze, like, yeah. An affectionate squeeze. I'm like, yeah, do you want anything? I'm going to go in and get something, right? And she's, and she's like, uh, what? And I was like, and then I realized, I looked down and my hand was on the knee of the girl in the couple and she just like kind of quietly moved her her knee away from me and I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't, that's okay. So this has even been a bit more awkward than at that stage, right? I don't know how you missed that dex check. That's a that was a, <laughs> That was a real interesting one. Yeah, it was. Uh, so I go in, get my snacks, whatever else, come back out. We get back in the car. Girl, I still fuming, drops me off at the place. I'm like, oh, yeah, thanks very much for the lift. It was great. And I said, I'll call you. And I was going, she's fine. And then she drives off. I'm like, what was her problem? Right. Anyway, I can't remember how I found out. I think I then went to hang out with that group of people. And I think one of them was like, what did you do, man? Why did you dog? What's her name? I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, and they're like, she drove you. Like she asked you on a date to come out like and see, she drove you all the way there. Like, she didn't know, and then you made it with her. Did you seriously like pass her friend at the concert? Like she asked you, I'm like, Oh, <laughs> oh, no, that's right. That's right. Sorry. I messaged that girl that I met out with and I was like, hey, you know, it'd be great to catch up with you again. Like, let me know. We'll go and get a coffee or we'll hang out, whatever else. And she was like, oh, I don't really know if that's a good idea. I'm like, oh, I thought you really enjoyed Like, we had a, such a good time at the concert. I thought you'd want to see me. And she's like, yeah, I don't know. Just, I don't know. I don't think it's a, yeah, no, it's probably, probably the best if we don't. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. Weird. And then when I, I think I like follow that up, well, the next time I saw some people, they were like, you, man, what did you do to like, why did you completely blow off this other girl who drove you to this concert? She doesn't know you. She asked you on this date and drove you to this concert and you just completely, you made up with her friend. I was like, ah. I will admit when you were telling the story, I was convinced the, friend, the other girl was going to be your sister, which would obviously have made things much worse again. Oh, no, no, no. They didn't, they didn't look anything alike. I don't, I just, I just, I don't know how I missed it. I don't know how I missed it. Because well, you know all those memes that, like, people, like, it, 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 they're especially, like, it, ha- it tends to be heterosexual women that share posts about men in their teens when they're, like, I was putting every signal down and this guy just wasn't picking it up. Yes, I don't but understand. But you know, like, okay, fine. For clueless blokes who have no idea, like, when a, a, a girl's into them. And look, I can't claim that I've never been part of that group because clearly I was. But, I like, this is a point in my life where I was so ready for any girl to be into me at all ever, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I was, like, if a girl even, like, looked at me and I'd be like, oh, does she, is it? No, oh, no, okay, never mind. No, 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 false alarm, false alarm. Yeah, false alarm, false alarm. That's, that's, that's not good, too excited. Like, I was a sort of, ho- like, I was so hopeless at that age. It's like, you know, I was a sort of, I was, like, falling in love with girls on the train. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, because I was so ready to. So, how did you avoid this, like, the the girl dr- the I, driving girl? How did you? I don't not- know. I I don't know how a girl at a party being like, oh, I've never met you before, but sure, I'll drive you to this concert. For, like we've just met tonight, but I'll drive you this concert like with my friends, and I'll like carve out this space for you in the in my evening. I'm going to do. I was like, oh, sure, thanks. That's a very nice and friendly thing to do, and not at all. I don't know how I missed it. I I really don't I know think, because it didn't. I think a little more of the blame lies with girl B than with you, to be totally honest. Well, Dennis, you know what? Not what I anticipated to come out of this abs- abs- uh, absolution, but I'll take it. Yeah, you know what? I agree. I agree. You, Let's you blame the woman. You, that's not what I mean. What I mean is you don't owe girl a, I don't want to say anything, but not much, right? But girl think, a and girl b are friends. Situation, I think in that situation, you do owe them not making out with their friends. I don't. I'm not saying you behaved 
uh, classily. I don't think it was a good move. Well, this came out of ignorance, not out of like yeah, actual malice or whatever. Malice. But yes, this, it was. I did. I did. It certainly wasn't my finest hour. No. This is the second time you'd ever hung out with this girl. I assume girl A and girl B are friends. Yes. Like as friends. much as yes. as much as you, oh, she brought you to this concert, you made out with her her friend. Yeah. From her perspective, her friend bought a guy to a concert on a date, and she made out with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's worse. <laughs> the podcast totally worse where she's yeah. telling the she ain't telling yeah. the story on her pack of podcast like that right now. Like, there's no way. She's not. She's not doing a stand up comedy bit where she's like, no. So I did this funny thing years ago back in 2009. No, that's true. But um, you know, I'll wear it. wasn't wasn't my finest hour. Certainly not. Certainly not my finest hour when uh, when doing this sort of thing. But no, when you look at it from that perspective, it does it does because again, as I say, at least it was ignorance on my part. You but I think that's um, what came from when I when I messaged that girl and I was like, oh, you know, I'd like to see you again. I think that the, they'd had a a talk. Yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. And this other girl being like, what the hell? And she'd be like, oh, yeah, sorry. That was, um, oh, or maybe she did the same thing. Oh, you drove him up to, because it was a, oh, you two were, so I, I didn't realize. Maybe she had the same thing going. Maybe she was just as oblivious as I was. Ugh. I understand what you're talking about. You know, you talk about falling in love with the girls on the train. Mm. Now my, my face is a little younger, but when I was when I was a teenager, I kind of want to clarify this as well because like I definitely wasn't like I definitely wasn't predatory. I was just I was hopeless, is what I was. I was hopeless. Oh, that's so sad. No, but that's was, what it was. Like it was. I was. I like. I just. I wanted. I was listening to the sort of music that was about like you know I'm listening to bright eyes and that sort of stuff and and getting like these ideas about like true love and eyes across a crowded room and like you when you know you know and like all this had like it was it came it came from a place of like oh there's going to be this magical romantic thing and like i'm going to say oh what do you think of vampire weekend she's like i love vampire weekend it's like oh we're soulmates we're meant to be you know yeah you know you know that death cab song where she drives the guy drives the the girl drives the guy to a concert and he's staring in the rearview mirror at a friend the entire time and they end up making it that one right that's the that tale's oldest time yeah, that's what I'm looking. For. That was what I was looking for at that, at that stage. Yeah, we all and go I, through I those phases, though. Like there was a time when I was a teenager in secondary school where I I was yeah. definitely playing the numbers game for a while in terms of asking just throw, throwing out. throwing enough spaghetti at the wall, some of it's going to stick. Yeah, yeah, and there's plenty of girls I asked out that and and quite a, a, a surprising number of girls that I like went on a couple of dates with that mm. are just lesbian now. So those are kind of doomed, I think, from the get go. Really, yeah. 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 Um, there was yeah. one girl that I went on a couple of dates with um, who is gay. Uh, and came out as gay sometime after, but then after that, when I when I was a little bit later in life, reached out to me. I was like, "Hey, do you want to grab a drink?" Mm. And I was like, "Sure, yeah, cool." We went and get a drink, hang out, mm. fine, you know, very civil. And she um she does what you did to that guy's girlfriend in the car. She puts her hand on my knee and stuff, mm. and it's escalating a little bit. I'm like, I'm like, hang on, I thought. I thought I thought this sort of interaction was was off the table, right? Yeah. You know what I mean. I thought I thought that you I thought that you'd uh, you know ended up going the other way, but all right, okay. And she was like, "Well, yeah, but for you, I feel oh. like we have some unresolved business." And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, whoa!" <laughs> so you're an unticked box on her list, exactly. Guys. 
And that was, right. I mean, I mean, I don't come, I don't think I come in as an asshole in this story, so it's a little bit unfair of me to share it when you came out like breaking yours. But no, it's um, fine. You, yeah, I, I tell you a story about how I look like an absolute goose in a turkey, and you're like, yeah, well, I'm a stud who, uh, you know, this girl decided, well, don't start something you can't finish. She, she, she I suppose come back. so. She and took I, a brief I, sojourn from from sojourn uh, from, 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 from yeah. being a lesbian to uh, to come and uh, make sure she ticked you off the list. Only I don't think I don't think I'm engaging in bisexual erasure here because I believe she identifies just as a lesbian, but made 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 an exception. I think. Oh look! I mean, look, sexuality is a spectrum, and you can put Agreed, yourself 100%. on it. Put you can put yourself on it wherever wherever makes you feel the most comfortable. Like that's. I just want to be cautious about shifting her here. against her will on the spectrum, basically. No, but if she's out as like if she's out living life as a lesbian, like it's certainly noteworthy for her to be like, nah, I'll just um, you know, it's I'll go bit, back to make sure this one's taken care of. Yeah, it was definitely an unticked box. And I well, Dennis, <laughs> Dennis, look, it's just that raw animal charm you have. Who can resist, you know? I mean, I, I know I could. Thank you for listening to this episode of Have a Listen to This, your uh, weekly dose of bite-sized nonsense with uh, Riley Knight and Dennis Straniak. If you like the show, please tell your friends about it. If you didn't like it, I guess tell them anyway, but um, hopefully they download it and they like it. Or if they don't, those downloads show up just the same, to be honest. If you really like the show, you head to patreon.com slash have a listen to this and support the show, get the show a little bit early, as well as some other exclusive perks, and, you know, help us keep the lights and the mics on over here.